Welcome to this week's Gilliland's Game Plan Podcast, your inside scoop to West Alabama football program. That will do it here on homecoming for West Alabama. UWA, as the final seconds tick off the clock, will defeat Shorter 41 to nothing. Big victory for the Tigers to get back on the winning side of things and also pitching their first shutout in two seasons. 41 to nothing is our final. Recapping this week's homecoming victory, it was great seeing a, a good crowd, good homecoming festivities all week and, and leading into the weekend with the bonfire, great crowd at the bonfire and fireworks show on Thursday night. And then unbelievable crowd at the alumni party I got to stop by there for a little while. An unbelievable crowd there to brave in the rain because it rained on Friday evening. Uh, and then just the camper parking lot full and, and the stands full on Saturday for the game was a great sight to see. We did our part uh, in the homecoming festivities. We won the game against the Shorter Hawk 41 to, to nothing. And uh, it was always good to get a shutout. Um, but the challenge this week was all about executing at a high level regardless of anything that's going on. And this was a shorter team that – coming off of a 10-point loss, 44-34 to to West Georgia last week, and a team that took West Florida. They had them tied 14-14 at halftime of their game. and So we knew it was a, a team that was playing hard and a much improved, shorter team coming in here. So we just wanted to execute at a high level and, and do it consistently throughout the game. And we did that. I was really pleased. We limited them to 279 yards uh, total offense while we had 555 yards of total offense. And obviously, you know, anytime you can – you can pitch a shutout and uh, and score over 40 points, and that, that's a good feeling. So it was a great game for, for all the Livingston and, and UWA faithful to come back and see for our homecoming game, and I was really pleased with the, the way our guys bounced back after the North Greenville defeat and uh, excited about where we are right now as a team and where we're headed. This is Harry Satterwhite. Here are the players of the week. He will hand off this time to Smith along left tackle. Smith's got a hole at the 40, 30, 20. He is gone. Touchdown, West Alabama. 45-yard, 55-yard rushing touchdown by James Smith. Nice job right there. The offensive line really did a great job on the left side of containing those would-be uh, defenders. And when Smith got to the corner, it was just open real estate as he turns on and has separation speed, and he takes it across the goal line and extends West Alabama's lead. This week's Players of the Week versus Shorter in our homecoming victory on offense, James Smith running back. He had uh, 10 carries, 150 yards, and a touchdown. He also caught three balls for 26 yards. Played really well at the running back position, showed his speed, had a 55-yard run and a 60-yard run uh, during the course of the game and just uh, really showed what he can do with the football and, and some open space. And so it was good to see that, uh, getting good chunk yardage plays on offense and, uh, it, you know, attribute to obviously the blocking up front. Uh, Quay Board, our tight end, had a great game blocking as well. And then, and then even on the perimeter, uh, receivers did a, a very good job blocking to to spring big runs downfield. You got to have blocking out of the wideouts as well. So it was it was good for for him to to get that and have such a productive day. And so the offensive staff picked him as the offensive player of the week. Uh, player of the week on defense was John Michael Edwards, uh, also known as J Mike, number ninety four defense tackle, graded out ninety percent, had uh, one tackle for loss, one and a half sacks, a quarterback hit, and a quarterback pressure. 
had a bunch of guys play really well, especially up front on defense. Obviously, when you get a shutout, it means people are playing well. So, uh, But he was the one that the coaching staff chose to single out as the defensive player of the game. And then special teams-wise, we had Zach Gaines, who put all three punts inside the 20-yard line, put two of them inside the five, one inside the one, actually. Um, he, he was doing that while he's nursing some – you know, some muscle strains from taking on extra in the kicking game. He's been having to handle all three phases, uh, which is, you know, different than what he's used to. He was five of six on PATs and, you know, really just a, a testament to what our program's about. Zach you know, has led the nation in punting all year. You know, he said he had to kick from inside the 40 a couple times this past week and you know so that's gonna hurt his average but he downs them inside the five never hear him complain never hear him complain about taking on the extra extra load in the kicking game he's just trying to do his best and and do his part to help the team so he was picked as the the player of the game for the special teams side Uh, and then as always you know friday night we'll show our guys who the the best awards are the brotherhood effort standard of excellence and toughness award winners are for for this previous week so we'll start putting that out on our social media friday evening so you know stick around my social media and the uwa football social media accounts and you'll get to see the uh, the best award winners as well so uh that's who we had for the the victory over shorter this is running backs coach will furlong looking ahead to this week's matchup up next we got the Delta State Statesman, also known as the Fighting Okra. Uh, we get to travel over to Cleveland, Mississippi. Uh, Delta State's 3-3 three and three overall, 2-2 two and two in league play. They've had back-to-back losses to West Florida and Valdosta State the last two weeks. Uh, really have been playing really, really good football. They didn't play as well in the, Florida, in the West Florida game. Uh, I don't know the reasonings there, but really take that game out and they're they're playing as good as anybody we've seen on film they uh they were right there in it with Valdosta State till late in the game you know sometime during the third quarter or fourth quarter they headed a one score game and so you know they they've been playing really well their defense is is just uh, phenomenal at stopping the run they're top two in the league and in, in rushing defense and that's what they pride themselves on they have the Gulf South Conference leading tackler at Mike Linebacker and just play really good, uh, stingy defense. They also lead the league in interceptions. Uh, so, you know, a lot of a lot of good things going on, on the, in their defense. Really probably one of, if not the best defenses we'll face all year. Offensively, they like to run the ball. Uh, that's what they want to do. They want to establish a run. Got two really good running backs. Got to have a quarterback that's a senior that, that can run the ball really well and can throw as well. So, you know, they, they want to establish a run. And so we're going to have to – do what we talk about every week, but it's, it's vital this week. we got to be able to stop the run, and we have to be able to establish a run game uh, to have any success in Cleveland this week. Um, always a physical game. Coach Cooley does a great job with his guys of just keeping their mindset physical no matter what's going on within their season. They're well coached, uh, and, and it's going to be a hard-nosed Gulf South Conference game. I think this is the longest-standing rivalry game in the in the conference now, and uh, you know I, I don't know how – they were in the past, way back when, but I know they've been some slobber knockers here as of late. Um, last year, we won a, a three-point game, 17-14 to 14 here in Livingston, and then two years before that, uh, two years ago, it was a three-point game, 29-26 in Cleveland. So uh, always a good game with the Statesman, and so we, we have to have a great week of preparation, and we got to go over there and play a really, really good football game to, to have a chance to be victorious in this one, and that's what uh, obviously what we're planning to do. 
The Gettling Game Plan podcast is brought to you in part by Johnson Dodge in Meridian, Mississippi. Get over there and see Lee Allen and that wonderful staff. They'll get you set up with a great vehicle at a great price. Treat you right. This is Steve Cease, defensive coordinator. It is time to dig deeper into Tiger Athletics. All right, now on the Gillen Game Plan podcast, we have a very special guest, one of my favorite people in the entire athletic department and football program. And he is uh, probably my favorite person in Livingston, Alabama. He's uh, the head women's basketball coach's son, but he is the UWA football hype man, and it's Ryan Cram. Ryan, good to have you on. Thank you, Coach. Good to be on. Tell me what a hype man does. What What is your job with the UWA football program? My job is to get the guys going and make sure that they're staying going throughout the whole entire game or practice or anything like that. Gotcha. Love it. And for those of you that don't know, Ryan has worked with our baseball team for several years in the spring. And this will be what, your fourth or fifth season with us in football, Ryan? Fifth year. This is fifth season with us. And, and me and Ryan go way back to our Georgia Southern roots, don't we? Yes, sir. What's What's your favorite part about – uh, anything you do with, with West Alabama football, whether it be during a game day, whether it be some other time, what's your favorite part? I like game days because it's, everybody's all fired up and ready to go and just just a great atmosphere on game days. Love it. Love it. What's that dance you like to do called? The Cat Daddy. The Cat Daddy. That really gets the guys going, doesn't it? Yes, sir. That sure does. Now, out of the five years that you've been doing this, what's your favorite memory with UWA football? Uh, winning the Gulf South Conference Championship. That was a pretty fun fun year, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Good deal. Now, I know you take some road trips every year with us. What, what road trip are you taking with the team this year? I am going to West Florida at the end of the year. All right, down in Pensacola. Yes, sir. What I know is when Ryan takes a road trip, he does it in style. He gets to ride a little special ride. Who do you ride to the stadium with, Ryan? With the state troopers. The state troopers. So, so he gets them to cut the lights on. How cool is that? That's pretty fun. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Ryan Cram, the hype man, leads us into the stadium, just like he leads us into the to the sidelines on game days at home. Yes, sir. You? Now, have you ever been worried you're going to get run over when you're running out at home games? Uh, Sometimes. We got up on you a little close this year at one of them, I think, two games ago, didn't we? Yes, sir. <laughs> we, we started a little soon for you, didn't we? Yes, sir. <laughs> All I remember is I looked back and everybody was already running. I said, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I couldn't find you amidst the, the chaos. <laughs> I was looking for you, trying to find you. <laughs> well, what else? What else? Anything else you want the – the good people of UWA, the alumni and, and fans to, to know about you, about about what you do or uh, anything about Ryan Cram. I just want y'all to keep coming out and supporting us and, you know, just do all that. And it'll be a great year. Uh, hopefully we will 
uh, went out the rest of the season and make it to the playoffs. No doubt. No doubt. Now, if I'm a fan sitting up in the stands and I look down and I see you working to get everybody hype or, or especially if I see you doing the cat daddy, what's that mean I'm supposed to do as a fan? Am I supposed, is that the time for me to start yelling and screaming? Yes, sir. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it sure is. And that's, that's what our fans, you as fans, ought to look for. If y'all see Ryan Cram getting everybody going, you make sure you, uh, you join in. I'm not going to put you on the spot. I know you work with football and baseball and, and some other sports. I'm not going to put you on the spot and, and ask you who your favorite is. I, I, I know it depends on what time of year it is. But uh, <laughs> but me and Coach Rundles and, and all the other coaches, we have a great time with Ryan being around. And uh, it's, a, it's a breath of fresh air. Whether things are going good or going bad, we know that we can, can look to Ryan to be get a little extra pep in our step. And, and Ryan, I, I appreciate everything you do for – for us and all of our players. Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, good deal. Appreciate you being on the, the Gillen's Game Plan podcast. You're going to go out nationwide on, on Apple Podcasts now. Hey, that's fine with me. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, give us a good a, a good Go Tigers on, to sign us out, Ryan. Go Tigers. Great to have the hype man, Ryan Cram, on this week's episode. If you notice the train whistle that brought his segment in, Ryan's a train enthusiast, so no better way to bring him on the episode than with a good old train whistle to start him off. Uh, appreciate Ryan and all that he does for our program, and uh, you can't ever understand the impact that, that he's had on our guys and on our coaches and really just people all across our community. Uh, great, great man and a lot of fun to be around and, and does just what he just said. He always keeps us up, keeps us positive, no matter if it's going good or going bad. So we uh, we greatly appreciate him. Uh, Donor Spotlight, we wanted to just say thank you to everyone who came this weekend to homecoming, everyone who's given financially to this program. Uh, you're the reason we can do what we do. Uh, you're the reason we've had 62 degrees awarded to football players over the last two academic years. Uh, because of your support and the things we're able to do for our guys with that support. Also, the reason that we've been able to win 18 games in two years and go to the playoffs twice uh, because of uh, you supporting us, giving us the means to provide proper nutrition to our players in season and out of season during workouts and after workouts, uh, even during halftimes of games. You know, we're able to do things that uh, we wouldn't be able to do with without your help and support all the way down to knee braces, ankle braces, equipment for our guys that, you know, we don't necessarily have the, the full budget for. So, uh, you know, when you give something, it goes to benefit our players, uh, whether it be on the field, whether it be in the weight room or in the classroom to help get them across the stage to get their degree. So we greatly appreciate everything you do. Uh, just wanted to point out one donor spotlight, Jerry Hogan, uh, Tiger alumni from the 70s. Uh, he's faithful and, and always sending a, a kind note and, and a check each month to help support his program. And uh, he tells us how proud of, of us that he is and, and how he enjoys watching the program uh, be successful on and off the field. And, and so, uh, Mr. Jerry, we certainly appreciate your, your support and, and everything that you do for us. And we couldn't do what we do without you and, and others like Mr. Jerry who, who give – uh, towards our program so thank you and continue to do so hopefully some of you will make the trip to cleveland mississippi for a huge gulf south conference game against delta state and then we're back home next week uh, after that with west georgia at home so 
Uh, Have a good week and go Tigers.